You are now listening to We, we Control, Control the Vibes. At least I try. I'm Marco. I can't. <laughs> I'm Carrie Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot your name. I didn't Yo, forget. This podcast is my life. I really love doing it. Me too. We ain't been doing it that long, but I'm just saying, like, it just feels so natural. Just I to... mean, I mean, we ran through a lot of episodes already, and I felt like that was awesome. I don't want this. I don't, I don't want this to be like nobody relationship advice. I just want them to understand like how we think and what we talk about and the things that interest us. And topics yeah. vary. They just vary. It's no really like no guided yeah, direction. We, we just speak on what we think, our opinions and our thoughts. That's it. I was interested, but um, this particular podcast it it was inspired. No, this particular episode was inspired by uh. It's a post I found on Instagram so I'm like a screenshot type everything most of my pictures in my phone are probably screenshots mm-hmm. of stuff that I feel like is interesting or a vibe for me <laughs> so I'm gonna ask Marco this question well it's not I feel like it's like a statement mixed with a question so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna tell them okay and y'all could just listen to us talk <laughs> and if y'all agree I mean be interactive. Yeah, yeah. They can comment? Yeah, they can comment. Oh, y'all can comment. Do that. <laughs> All right. The same apartments that were just 700, 800 are now 1200 1300 in the ghetto, right? Yeah. People make 9 to $20 an hour <laughs> still struggling. Right. Working two jobs still struggling. Uh-huh. Groceries high. Gas high. Like, do y'all not see this shit or don't care? I mean, I think, I think people, they're not adapting mm-hmm. to like today's times. Right. And also, I think that people, they lost a sense of like tradition, camaraderie, and family. Yeah. Right? So like what we need to understand is. Things will always be hard when we try to tackle that shit by ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So, um, it reminded me of a book, which, which uh, it, it helped me a lot. I always refer to this book when people ask me, "Hey, Mark, man, what, what kind of books you recommend, or you know, what, what you've been reading lately?" And I always go back to the one book that helped put me on the right track, and it was uh, "How to Win Friends and Influence People." And the second one was the seven habits of highly effective people. Now, in the seven habits of highly effective people, they were talking about the three phases or the three stages of uh, dependency, right? So the first stage is what we all go through, and that's the dependency stage, where we depend on our 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 mom to provide us with you know food, shelter, safety, nourishment. And then as we get older, we start to gain our independence by tying our own shoes, cleaning our rooms, making our own food. But I think a lot of people have been stagnant in that second stage. Mm-hmm. And I think the second stage is overly glorified with, you know, songs like Independent Woman, I-N-D-E, you know, things of that nature where we, we heavily focus on being independent. Like, I could do it myself. 
I stand on my own one too. I don't need nobody to pay my own bills. I do that myself. I do everything myself. I'm independent. I don't need nobody. Now, that's a great thing because being dependent on anything can be a detriment. Mm. But when you are independent, there it allows you to be able to embark onto the next stage of the dependency spectrum, which is interdependence. Mm. And I think that most people are not aware that interdependence is the next level of progression and it also eases a lot of um struggling a lot of hardship a lot of stress when we are allowed to help one another interdependently and i I think when we understand that there is no other way with the current circumstances that we find ourselves in in today's time with wage slavery and i'm gonna talk about wage slavery later on in a in a pod in a podcast because that's something that we need to be aware of whereas though yes slavery doesn't necessarily exist to the points of change and whips however but we can be economically strained through having a certain wage cap on our ability Mm -hmm. to earn a decent living so with interdependence i think most people should start to look at those options. Now, interdependence, what, what the book tells you is that it doesn't work with people who are dependent. You don't want to be around dependent people who depend on you for them to be emotionally, physically, financially, or mentally happy. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. So, All right, so with the Pulse, right, she said people making 9 to $20 an hour. So they still struggling. Yeah. But I feel like that's not even a lot of people. That's just like most people make it under like fifteen dollars. Yes. So with the rent still twelve hundred, but I'ma correct her a little bit more. Rent not even that low no more. It's like fifteen to like twenty one. Yeah. Twenty two. That's how much it is. And that's be like uh that could be one bedroom. That could be like, and if you live in a city, we're going to say if you live in a city, yeah. it's like that much money for like one bedroom, two bedrooms. It depends on how you want your house to look. Yeah. And a lot of people I find, uh, I have noticed nowadays, they want to have like the best. They have in. high taste. Yeah, high, high taste with low income. <laughs> which, which I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a bad thing for them to have like, like good taste and want their home environment to look lavish and luxury because everybody deserves to to live nice. Nobody yeah. want to be in those slums. But we could have a nice house if we all help each other together. There you go. Now, so we can is, get us a three to four bedroom, nice house, couple bathrooms, and it's like freshly built. If me, my brother, and my sister, we live together, we bring, we uh pay all the bills together. Like right. we'll split the rent in half. Or, and then we take a utility bill. Right. And then you put, we just put food in the house. Right. And then, there we go. Now nobody's stressing. You could be able to save money. You were able to take those trips you want to take. Now, but that comes with, like, with like with extra things, right? So now you have to deal with multiple personalities inside, being under one roof. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Dealing with other people's habits and then accepting those habits. A lot of people aren't willing to accept those things. Right? Mm -hmm. So with that, it's like, how do you get past that? You get past that because I feel like most people are working. (laughs) Right, right. So we're not even going to be in this joint. And then when we finally 
are in the house together, I'm not really going to be worried about you. I'm probably going to be wanting to leave to go hang out with my friends. And if we are chilling, it's going to be like, oh, I finally get to see you. You've been right. working all week. But if y'all don't work, it's, it's definitely going to be a problem. Yeah. I don't. Y'all going to have to, like, I don't know, talk it out. Try to figure out what you don't like about the person or something. I'm not sure. Because so, usually I don't really be stuck in the house with other people like for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. We usually just passing by. And most people going to work. So for me, <sighs> I mean, if, if I was asked that question, because a lot of people are like, well, I can't be around another bitch and niggas is trifling and this is in therapy. People don't have respect people's boundaries. Cool. I understand all of that. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel you on that because it is extremely challenging to live with other people, especially when you desire to have your own things. Mm-hmm. However, now it's time to weigh the pros and cons. Yeah. Weigh the pros and cons. A, a con is um, you can live by yourself and have the same type of environment, but you will pay for that with two jobs. So you will have two jobs, be able to pay for this nice apartment, barely. Yeah. All of the utilities, food, barely. Gas to get you get you to your, well, like, let's not say gas. Everybody don't have a car. But having to pay for transportation. Yeah, I'm about to say transportation. To get you from your jobs and, and around. So when you think about those kinds to having your own, you now have to weigh... Well, what's more important? Me me, me, me being stress-free, reducing stress and frustration by sharing these obligations with people that I trust. Now, key word in there is people that you trust. You can't be shacking up with anybody. This is why she said her siblings. Her siblings would be a good example. They have a decent relationship. They're 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 all grown, mature. They understand responsibility, accountability, and they all work. Mm-hmm. So the likelihood of them getting in each other's way is very unlikely. Right. And then it's, it's spaces. Right. Your room. Just go in your room. Go in. Simple. This you you already set the boundaries when y'all move in together. Right. Set the boundaries. My room, if my room door is closed, do not just walk in. Knock on the door and see if I want you to come in. Like, right. Set boundaries because once you, if you are getting on my nerves, I could just go in my room. Like, after a while, y'all gonna come up with a whole routine. Y'all gonna start watching shows that y'all like together and y'all gonna be vibing. Right. It's not always gonna be, but some people are just toxic. Yeah. So I feel like they're just, you don't live with a bunch of toxic people. If you right. know everybody in this house is toxic... That's not a good environment. You should have different type of, I feel like, different vibes. Like, kind of. Yeah. And, like, you, you have to be able to control the vibe of your household. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's all about being on the same page. Because the thing is, you have to, and before you even get into that type of situation, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure things will have to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Now, like, um, financials, of course. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what are these individual spending habits? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? A lot of us put ourselves in a bind because we have poor spending habits. True. We try to keep up with the Joneses. We buy things in excess that we don't really need. We don't know how to put um we don't know how to put money aside for savings. Yeah. 
You see what I'm saying? It's a thing, uh, I say people work so much and then they say, oh, I got to treat myself. Work hard, play And hard. then when they do that, it don't be worth it to me. Yeah. Because it's like I brought something that costs six, 600 right? Mm-hmm. And I work all the time. When am I going to have a chance to wear? That nice or, stuff. Yeah. Like, it's like, when? When I'm going to wear it? I'm not wearing it to work. I think I'm not. It's, I, think it's a, I think it's a setup. Yeah. Because right? I'd be like. But I, I also believe that it's a rush. Mm-hmm. Like, like, um, like, the thing that you do, you can explain, like, uh, how you, like, uh, feed your addiction, but also not it making it a detriment to, like, our overall finances. Okay. So, I love the shop. I get it honestly. Right? Mm-hmm. From my mom. They crazy with the shopping. Yeah. So, what I do is, you know how people would say they be window shopping? I just like on shop. I do it online. Yeah. So, say I go to a website. I just pack my shopping cart up with everything I want. And then it like craves, it um, curves the craving of buying things. I don't check out. I just put it in the shopping cart and let it pile up. And then eventually you realize that you didn't really need the thing. Yeah, because then I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I realized that I didn't need anything in the shopping cart for real. And if I did, I would already had it or got it. You feel me? I just pile it up on Amazon. I probably got like a hundred things in there. And everything I don't need is just a impulse. It's an impulse. So once I do that, it makes me feel better. It's just like when people, uh, Act like they're smoking, mm-hmm. but they're not like they don't like they don't light it. Right, it's the same thing. It's the ritual. Yeah, it's of just of. Uh, I do it almost like every day. Like I go into like a store online, shop a little bit, put it in the shopping cart, and I feel, I feel happy. Like it's like I brought it, but I didn't. It's right. just, it's just. What would I call it? Like it's therapeutic. It is. It's, yeah. That's what it is. Therapeutic. Yeah. It's very therapeutic. And a lot of people don't really have that type of discipline yeah. to do that. And they wind up making purchases frivolously that they don't really need. Yeah, I feel like it wouldn't work for everybody if you don't have the discipline. Yeah. Because once you put it in the shop cart, like, oh, I could just I could just check out. I don't never even check out. Like I just put it in the cart and that's it. You know how I would say, uh, Add to cart. I just do that. Add to cart. Add to cart. I never go look at the cart after I'm done. And I think that like uh, when you when you move in with people because this is this is where we this is what we getting at. It's like a lot of us millennials, mm-hmm. uh, mainly like um African Americans, we're struggling mm-hmm. like bad because we cannot coexist. With one another mm-hmm. in a single in a singular household, mm-hmm. in comparisons to like a Latino or Mexican family households or Caucasian households, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Because um, I remember when uh, I used to uh, go to school down at the ECA when I was training to be uh, you know a weatherization specialist or whatnot, and when I used to go what a weatherization specialist. What what job was this? This was when like don't you know? Like, nope. You know, what? Mm-mm, go ahead, tell me. Oh, cause uh, so Mm-mm. you know how like uh houses uh they don't like uh keep in heat and there's uh, there's like leaky areas around the windows and mm-hmm. the doors. 
I, I was going to training to, you know, like, do that? yeah, like, oh. the, like the block that up and this all is, that. This is brand new news. Because it was like, it I don't was, know if he telling me to, uh, no, it, it was in a twine. his vibes is off. No, uh, no, I don't. I, listen, <laughs> this is when I was doing CTS, Youth Bill. Okay. So it was in conjunction with that. The, okay. That was a trade that it was actually teaching us there. But anywho, when we used to go to lunch, it, I, I used to, uh, it, it was down in like Poppy Land. Mm-hmm. And like, I had like like what's Poppy Land? Second and Allegheny around there, like you know, like Mash. I was gonna say, like where Spanish people live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, what the Latinos? Uh, everybody don't call them like that. Right. So yeah, but I used to see them come out like like the house, like in the morning. Like some of them going to school, a lot of them going to work, but whatever. But it used to be like they used to be ten, twelve deep. In one house, right? So I had a friend who was a part of one of those households that had about 12, 15 people that lived in the household. When I was allowed to go in his house, he invited me to his house because uh, we was on our way to school, and his house was so fucking nice, babe. Mm-hmm. When I mean it was so nice, you know, like uh, with the old, old the grandmas and all, they like to have the crystals and the, the china and all that around. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it was just like, maybe like glass and it was clean, it was sparkly. And it it just looked at like, like everything was just in order. Mm-hmm. Whereas though, like, and then like, I, I asked him a question, like, yo, how many people live in your house? Like, and it's about like, about 12 of us. Like, he said his aunt and his, and his cousins they had just moved out because they were allowed to purchase a house recently. Mm-hmm. So that was his grandma's house. Everybody stayed at grandma's house because she was the one that came over first. She she built the foundation. Everybody came over and they started off at grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Grandma didn't uh, didn't uh, like have them paying rent. Like grandma and uh, and grandpa, they paid the house off already and everybody just took a responsibility you clean your room you make sure the house clean you play electricity you paid it so no one had to struggle so whatever money that you had brought in they made sure that you were saving they were teaching you the difference between you know uh debits and credits and uh how to uh start building your credit so you can you know get your own place mm-hmm. and not struggle so they just had multiple houses whereas though okay grandma house had the most and then when uh the dad and the mom got a house then they take their kids out and then when the aunts and uncles got a house they took their kids out and then it is just now they got three houses you Mm -hmm. see what i'm saying and then they just keep building on to like you know having their own in their own houses Mm -hmm. you see not written from anybody else but owning their own houses they would own that house and then move out. Yeah, I think that's our problem. We don't. I feel like we don't own a lot of stuff, right? Because of the soul, we want to be so independent. We want to be like we did it all on our own. We ain't need nobody help. But I, I believe when people say that they're lying. Yeah. Because it's no way you did it by yourself. No way. It's just no way. If somebody had to help you yeah, on the way there, somebody Man. babysitted your kid. Right. Somebody did something to help you, so they are helping you. Your parents probably didn't yeah, help you. Like, you. Yeah, like yeah. See what I'm saying? So you, you can could, say that. Right. My parents didn't, didn't help me. me. But someone along the way helped you. Because at the end of the day, when people say that, like people say, I got my own stuff. And I'm I'm self made. So, like you, somebody taught you a skill or something. In the like, I always look <laughs> at like in in the background. With, with a background, right? There was a lot of struggle, a lot of tears, a lot of frustration. You see, what I'm saying a, a lot of a lot of on the edge, about to quit. That happened behind yeah. closed doors. People that, motivated you. Somebody said something 
to help you get through. So you didn't do it on your own. And I feel like even if y'all, because I feel like a lot of people are spiritual. Yeah. Y'all don't even say, y'all be saying, I did it on my own. Y'all don't even say, God help me or nothing. It's just like, I did it all by myself. It's just like, so y'all be just so hype about that. Yeah, like, people are just self centered. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just like Everybody crazy. went through glory for doing these stuff. This is why people are turning away a helping hand. Even if the helping hand was offered, it's like, don't help me now because I, 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 I'm I already doing it on my own. No, if you need help, my whole thing is that people put on a facade. Yeah. That's the problem. Black people, mainly, we put on a facade. We need help. Mm-hmm. Like, help. We are able to manage because we have each other. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, single mothers of three, four, like my mom was. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Single fathers of three. Like, I, I got I got homies. That's single fathers of three. That, that's, that's struggling. That's not really getting help. But they are reluctant to accept help because of the negative connotation it may have attached to it because people like rubbing shit in your face. People do. You see what I'm saying? This is why it's just it's just so many obstacles that we have to overcome when it comes to even accepting help. Yeah. It's like, I believe that you should help people where it's though that help can be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. I'm helping you help me help you. Mm-hmm. Not that you helping me and then like you can look down on me because you helping me. Yeah, I don't like that. You see what I'm saying? So people do that. I feel like people should start trying to find, like, an extra stream of income that doesn't have to do with, like, going to another person's business. Yeah. Like, it's other ways to, besides making, like, a starting a business of your own to make money nowadays. Yeah. It's a lot of ways. So, I feel like people should start doing that because, as we've seen uh, uh, recently, that your job is not secure, no matter how long you've been there. At all. Don't matter how hard you work, don't matter how many doubles you did, don't matter... If you always on call, it doesn't matter. You they get don't snow care. Two weeks. You, <laughs> you get snow two weeks notice. Nothing. They will fire you on the spot. Right. You'll come to work thinking you already took the bus, three buses to get there. They be like, oh yeah, you we had to leave. We had to let you go. And you might get you might get a severance check. You might get right. one. I don't even think they do that that often. So, I mean, I didn't even know it was a thing until like I was laid off and then I got a severance package. For real? Yeah. For yeah. uh. You know, when I was working for Brady Care. Okay. Okay. They liked you, so I don't know if that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the severance thing is, like, I mean, but that's, but like, your boss will act like they don't know you. Y'all are probably the tightest joints up in. They won't act like they know you after that. Like, so it, it's best for us to, like, to start preparing, like, for, for like, so I was, uh, I always tell the younger guys that entering into the workforce after graduation and all that, because like I talk to like a lot of young guys, because I don't want them to make the same mistakes that I made. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So when I would I, I would tell them when they, because they'd be happy like, yeah, Mark, I just applied for the job, and uh, I just got hired. I start Tuesday, and I ask them, um, did you begin with the end of mine? They just be lost. These are things that I learned from books. Mm-hmm. Whereas though, if I would have knew that back when I was 18, 19, to begin with the end of mine. Which, to explain that further, it's when you started that job, did you have your exit strategy before you even started? Right. At what point were you going to say, okay, I don't need this job anymore. I'm gone. Is it 10K? Is it 20K? Is it 30K? You see what I'm saying? And the plan, what is the plan after you leave? I don't think people's plans be the same. Hmm? That'd be the problem. Mm -hmm. Or they can't save. Nah, you could always save. Bills be no. You can. I'm I'm talking about teenagers that's oh, living with parents. Okay, that's living with. Uh, okay, they you can save. 
Like, yeah, cause they, cause you my thinking mom, about twenty four year olds that's, that that want to be showing off? They, they want to be showing <laughs> off with like with the new Balenciagas and and the new fucking the Mary jeans and shit like but that. But teenagers want to do that shit too. I know, but at the end of the day, I mean, those are ones that have poor that they don't have no values. You see, yeah. that have poor financial habits. I'm telling you about the ones that I'm talking to to give them insight on. You see okay. what I'm saying? Because when I was younger and when I. Well, I probably was older too. Yeah. My mom, my mom don't make me pay no bills. Right. So the thing is, it's like okay. See, having, that's the problem. Though. Yeah, yeah. The discipline. Yeah. Go ahead. It's no discipline. I ain't want to cut him off. Go ahead. No, I, I want you to go. Cause no, like, I, mean, I don't got nothing to say. Go ahead. Baby. I, I be I I I got to <laughs> Cause like, cause the, the the thing is, it's like the younger guys they're watching older people struggle. Mm-hmm. They're watching older people. Or not even watching them struggle. They watching them fake it, mm-hmm. and like uh, through the social media, everybody like like the world is so much smaller for everybody because social media brings everybody to your to your phone screen. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, you can see what everybody else doing, trips they taking, not knowing that like these people have impeccable saving habits. Mm-hmm. While you was out going to the bar every weekend, they 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 neglected to do that. They they had savings accounts. They had ready day accounts. You see what I'm saying? They had four hundred one k's and all. They paying into those things. And when the time came for them to have to take a trip, you saw that on Facebook. You saw that on Instagram. You saw that on. Like, you heard about that on Twitter. You didn't see them saving money. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know that they their parents uh, uh, built them up to have uh, financial habits that allowed them to to enjoy those things. You mm-hmm. think that you can just have shortcuts. You get your paycheck, or you you get your income tax. You take that three thousand uh, dollars, those those three racks. You take a trip and you buy all of this luxurious name brand, high price designer clothes and take a trip. And now that shit gone. You see what I'm saying? You ain't think about taking half of that three thousand dollars of your return to invest into a side a side hustle. Whether that's you buying a camera, buying some lights, and then starting your own side hustle with photography mm-hmm. or videography or whatever the case may be. It's opportunities out here because there's always somebody that needs a service like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like those business ventures, we're not taught how to start those things. We're not, we're not given that proper discipline. And I think that people should... That have it in their in, in their mind, whereas though we have a whole university called YouTube that allows us to, if we want to, grow our financial literacy, have some type of vi- uh, business ventures uh, brought to our attention that we can try. It's the point of do you want to and are you allowed to, which comes back to your living situation is too strenuous for you. Your rent is two thousand dollars. You only you only bring your home four thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. so half of that is gone. We ain't talking. We ain't equating it to bills. You see what I'm saying? We're not equating it to food. We're not equating it to transportation. We're not equating it to some type of fees that that, that you might have to pay. Mm-hmm. You you might be left with only two hundred dollars. You might feel so exhausted that you want to go out with your friends who pressure you to to go out. Turn up at your birthday. Shots cost. Five seven dollars and you 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 got like three or you buying a, a bottle of uh, Casamigos or or Dulce, now your two hundred dollars just became probably fifty dollars off for of one night, and what you do with the fifty dollars? You might you might actually go out to eat. You you might eat fast food. You see how fast that four thousand that you make turn into turn into twenty mm-hmm. without no discipline. 
no values, you don't really know how to create for yourself. And then let's not even get to the part where credit, people, credit is just bad. We don't even know how to build credit. We don't even we don't we don't even know how to even start. And we so caught up with the glamours of the world. And I'm not saying people don't deserve it. People deserve all of that shit. But it's something that we need to we start honing in on, and that's delayed gratification. We can't rush. We, we can't rush the progress. We can't rush it. I mean, my, my little brother. I use him as an example. He stayed down until he was up. He grinded. He worked. People, people now only see him materializing all of the things that he worked hard for, not not knowing that that shit came from the muscle. He had two jobs. He was stacking up. He didn't really have a, a secure roof over his head. He was shacking with somebody else that afforded him the possibility to save his money. And when that, uh, and then when that opportunity was what wasn't presented to him no more, he had enough money to go get his own place. So this is what a lot of young people and a lot of older people should understand now is that there's no shame in you having an adult conversation with somebody that you trust and bring them to a proposition where it's though, hey, listen, I know you having, I mean, trouble with uh, your, your, um, your living arrangements. I mean, I'm thinking about moving to a, to a place. This is the place that I found. I mean, I can afford it by myself, but I would struggle. At the end of it, I mean, if you was to move along with me, we can share, put that in half. I know that you you still got your gig and you ain't about to lose your job no time soon. Hopefully, you see what I'm saying. You seem like a responsible person, and I respect you, and I hope that you respect me, and we can make this move together. Right. It's just all about how you present it to somebody, and then understanding your personnel. Because at the end of the day, you you guys might not even spend that much time in the household anyway. But just having a comfortable place to 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 to, to reside at, lay your head at, it's a beautiful thing. Y'all can decorate it. If it's you and your homie, y'all can like you know have like y'all can just y'all can live y'all y'all can live your best life, and also growing individually and together when it comes to. Savings, finances, understanding values and assets and liabilities, just having growth conversations. And then you you guys might realize that y'all have similar interests that goes bigger than sports or music. It can be some type of business venture that can grow from y'all being in close proximity to, to each other. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Y'all allow other people to, to, to come to your house and, and, and just enjoy your vibrations. It might grow something, right. but you don't give yourself those opportunities because... We so caught up on, I got my own shit. I don't live with nobody. Nobody tell me what to do. But you struggle at the very end of the day. Don't front. You're lying. I know you lying. Because even if you made $20 an hour, which most people don't, you're still struggling because price is going to keep rising. And we're going to still be stuck in the same place. We at right now struggling, fronting, and trying to keep up with the Joneses. And then who I ain't even, we ain't even get on the car notes. Mm-hmm. People just love to ride around in luxury vehicles, not knowing that's putting another financial strain on you. You see what I'm saying? And then you live by yourself with kids. It's like kids are expensive. Especially when they go, they start breaking shit. You gotta pay for that. It just makes you it just it just creates so much frustration. I'm talking from experience because my mom had to deal with these same things. With these same things. It's like we need to start really focusing on group economics. 
And it mainly starts in a household. If you don't have strong family ties, then I'm pretty sure you have friends that's like family. Mm-hmm. Y'all could start group economics right there. It's just like we just have to understand that right now we are in wage slavery. The cost of living keeps increasing and then our ability to create more for ourselves is it's just not growing, especially in these uh, traditional nine to fives. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not saying nothing wrong with a nine to five. I'm just saying nine to five isn't an end all be all. That 401k might not be there. That pension plan might not be there. When you look at what the government and what the system has been doing to us, we've been getting fucked over since I can be since, since I was young. Mm-hmm. My parents have been getting fucked over since I was young. And now it's happening to me. You can't trust these organizations or these corporations or the government to make sure we good. We have to really depend on one another. Mm-hmm. Literally. But that's not for people who are dependent. Right. You have to be independent first. And that's a good thing. I'm going to go back to it. Being independent is a great thing. But independent people, independent people have to link with other independent people so you can create interdependence so you can grow and get above poverty. Cause just living like just just living afloat and just getting by that shit not that shit not cutting it no more. Right. It's starting to hurt. That post like that person basically like is y'all not noticing this? Am I the only one noticing that it's not getting no better? Oh, raising minimum wage, the price is gonna keep rising. Inflation is hitting every year. What are we gonna do about it? We just I mean I know everybody can't be business owner. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But you can invest in somebody's business and become a stakeholder. You can get some equity. You have to learn how to invest your money. You can invest in people's businesses. Right. Just, I think that was like, it, it was definitely like a good conversation that, sh- that, that that should be had. And especially like when it gives you, I believe it gives you practice mm-hmm. for when you are in a relationship mm-hmm. with somebody. And then you guys move into your own house and then you get married. Now you have a foundation to build on where you know how it is to live with another person that's not your family. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You know how to talk about finance. You know t- how to allocate responsibilities. You know how to 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 work 100% and 100%. Not 50-50. 100%, 100%. You pay your way, I pay my way. And it allows us more freedom to enjoy what we work hard for, right. which is our money. Our money is our energy. Right. Uh, just, I just yeah. think that uh, when you get to marital economics, things get more easier. It's not, it's not strenuous. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have. You have the mindset to talk about generational wealth building now. It's like now that's a topic. Like yeah. that's that's something to talk about. Like so, you mean like you don't you don't have any kids? I don't have any kids, but we do. Do you have the values? What do you value? Because if you get into a relationship with somebody that isn't independent, isn't financially sound, you can also harm yourself too. Mm-hmm. You can put yourself. Back steps. Whereas though you was just with a, a homie that you had a good thing going with. You see what I'm saying? And then you found the 
a woman that you were ready to build with and then you start to quarter and you ask that questions and now it's like, well, what about this and what about that? Her response has to be satisfactory in order for you to stop a bad, stop a good situation to go into a bad situation. But what you think about that, Cameron? What's your thoughts on that? Because you just a whole lot of, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. No, I mean, you ran through everything. I didn't run through everything. Everything I had written down, I had credit, like how important credit is for people to, like, learn. I feel like you shouldn't go to school for stuff. There you go. You shouldn't go to school for things that you can't make that money back. You know, like, to pay your loans. Yeah. (laughs) So don't get into something that you're not passionate about, because I did that. Yeah. Just to be, just to make my mama happy. Just to make your parents happy. So, I feel like when we do that, it just mess up the whole system. Because right after that, then you're paying for something that you ain't even making no money off of. Because you don't even want to do that job. Or you're not interested in it. Right. You should do something that you're passionate about or don't go to school. Like, it's other ways to make money. Or get a trade. Or go to yeah. a trade school. go to a trade school. But still, that's still money. So but like, it's not a lot. Well, it's like, well, trade school, like, oh, tops probably like 10000 10,000, 12,000, it's a trade school. Yeah. You go there for six, probably like six to nine months, 12 months tops. Yeah, just find something that you um passionate or just something that you know that you could do, you know? Because some people do stuff that they cannot do. I mean, I don't or they know. they don't want to do. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't believe in the passion thing. I don't believe in that because I believe that, like, passion comes later. I believe that you find something that can make you money. Right, that's recession proof. That people will always need. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Which well, we go back to trade, like welding, plumbing, things that 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 can be traded. Even when money does is not even a thing, you can always trade it for other for other commodities. You can barter that trade. You see what I'm saying? You can become a value to somebody. You can build a house. You're always valuable. I don't care who you are. You see what I'm saying? You can build like you can if you can well. You you always have an opportunity to grow. Right. Um, we about to wrap this up. We gotta pick up our baby from school. Alright guys, thanks for listening to We, we Control, Control the, the Vibes. vibes. Alright, peace. Bitch.